2: This morning, Melbourne unlocked at last. The city back in business as its new roadmap to recovery is unveiled. Queensland border promise. The Premier commits to an announcement on opening up her state. Sydney's wild weather. Homes smashed, cars flooded, landslides and evacuations. And it's not over yet. And Prince Harry's candid interview. What the Duke of Sussex Sussex, has revealed.
3: This
4: is Seven News with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. Melbourne's harsh coronavirus lockdown is finally coming to an end. The city's desperate residents are racing to secure bookings at local pubs, restaurants and cafes, which will all be allowed to reopen after tonight.
5: It's the news Victorians waited months to hear.
3: Now is the time to open up.
5: Melbourne's agonising lockdown is finally coming to an end. Sorry. after donut day zero cases and zero deaths the first time since june
1: and why it's emotional is because people have given a lot
3: people have done amazing things
5: from 1159 tonight the lockdown will end retail and hospitality will trade again restaurants pubs and cafes can open up for seated customers 20 inside 50 outside Beauty parlours and tattoo studios can open, outdoor non-contact sport can recommence for adults, and outdoor contact sport for those 18 and under. The four reasons to leave home will be scrapped, so too the permitted workplace list. But if people can work from home, they must. Gatherings outdoors remain limited to 10 people, but they can be from more than two households, while an announcement on home visits will be made today. Weddings can increase to 10 people, funerals, 20. Also allowed, religious gatherings, 10 people indoors, 20 at outdoor services.
4: A big shout out to everybody down in Melbourne and across Victoria. But for now, I just want to say thank you and
1: congratulations.
5: The next step will take place in a fortnight, including opening the metro regional border and gyms. The Premier now calling on families to make good choices to avoid a third lockdown.
3: It is not over. This
5: virus is not going away. It is going to continue to be a feature of our lives. The Premier needs to understand that it was his government's errors and his arrogance that brought us here in the first place. But for now, time to celebrate.
3: I don't know that I'll be drinking a beer
1: tonight. I might go a little higher up the shelf.
5: And he did. Here's to you, Victoria. Georgia Holland, 7 News.
2: Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has promised that voters will know if the border with New South Wales will reopen before Saturday's election. Campaigning in North Queensland, the Premier said she'll make an announcement on the border on Friday. The state's roadmap has this Sunday as the reopening date, dependent on community transmission south of the border. New South Wales recorded one local infection yesterday, but it is not a mystery case. Sydney and the central coast have been smashed by heavy rain and strong winds with homes damaged and rescuers forced to save drivers from floodwaters. And the wild weather isn't over yet with more rain on the way.
3: Car after car made the risky journey across flooded roadways. Some got through, but many didn't and needed rescuing. Inside this stranded BMW, Four people who were forced to climb out of the back seat window into an inflatable dinghy.
1: Yeah, the water just came up really quick, it just went through
4: the bridge. Yeah. Anyway, as long as everyone's okay.
3: But a reminder, things could have been very different.
4: Driving through flood water is just is not worth the risk. Uh, you can put yourselves and your family um, lives in danger.
3: The wild weather triggered a landslide on Sydney's northern beaches. Several homes destroyed at Great Mackerel Beach. This is underneath, by the spare bedroom underneath. The bear has broken off and gone straight through the water tank. Oh well, we can't live here for a while. <laughs> Rescue crews evacuating 15 homes nearby. A
0: really loud crash.
3: That would have been quite alarming to wake up to. (laughs)
0: Yes, it was, yes, it really was.
3: There were no injuries, Um, everyone was safe. The deluge means Sydney's Warragamba Dam is almost full. Authorities now face critical decisions on when to spill tens of millions of litres that could potentially cause serious flooding across dozens of suburbs. Gina
2: Trahan, 7 News. More wild weather is heading for Queensland. Thunderstorms are again forecast in Brisbane a day after lightning, strong winds, and rain battered the southeast. Residents and emergency crews are still cleaning up from that system, which left hundreds in the dark last night. This morning, power has been restored to most customers. The federal government is waiting on a report from Qatari officials after 13 Australian women were invasively searched at Doha Airport. Political reporter Olivia Leaming is in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Olivia. What's the government's next step?
4: Good morning, Jody. Australia has asked Qatari authorities to hand over urgently a detailed report of this incident, given it took place nearly more than three weeks ago now, before deciding what further action to take. After a baby was abandoned in the terminal airport. At Hamad International Airport, women on board a flight from Doha to Sydney, including 13 Australians, were hauled off and forced to undergo invasive medical examinations in an ambulance on the tarmac. Now the Australian Federal Police have spoken to the These women but have no power to investigate this incident given it took place overseas. Foreign Minister Maurice Payne has condemned it as grossly disturbing. She's phoned the Qatari ambassador to express serious concerns and COVID restrictions, the only thing saving him from a face-to-face dressing down here at Parliament House. Now, government sources say there is no bad plan at this stage to ban Qatar Airways, given they're one of the few airlines flying home stranded
2: Australians during the pandemic. Jodie. Okay, Olivia, thank you. A former US Navy master diver is awake and talking after what doctors called catastrophic injuries from a shark attack. Rick Batua was mauled on his thigh as his spear was caught in rocks in North Queensland. Just a day later, family in America say his survival is remarkable.
1: We just got a message that he is conscious and the doctors are talking to him. I doubt that he'll stay
5: out of the water if he can get back in the water after this.
2: Rick Petua helped save another spearfisher three years ago. Australia Post reportedly paid more than $34,000 for CEO Christine Holgate to stay at a hotel for nine months. Ms Holgate lives in Sydney, but News Corp reports she stayed at the Grand Hyatt in Melbourne most weeks between October 2017 and July 2018. The chief executive took a step back from her role after it was revealed she'd spent close to $20,000 rewarding senior executives with Cartier watches. Prince Harry has discussed confronting his own bias on issues of race and class in a candid interview hosted by a UK magazine. In the chat with Black Lives Matter protester Patrick Hutchinson, Harry discussed issues such as racial inequality and unconscious bias.
1: I had no
5: idea that what it was, I had no idea it existed. And then, you know, sad as it is to say, it it took me many, many years to, to, to realise it, especially then living a day or a week in my wife's shoes. Harry
2: Harry took part in the discussion in support of Black History history Month. The police officer charged with killing teenager Kumanjai Walker has been committed to stand trial for murder in the Northern Territory Supreme Court. Constable Zachary Rolfe is accused of fatally shooting the 19-year-old while trying to arrest him at a remote Aboriginal community in 2019. The trial will begin next month. Police say a woman who was swept off rocks in Western Australia can't swim, so there's little chance of finding her alive. She was at a popular tourist spot south of Yellingup, which is known for dangerous surf. Two people jumped into the water to try to save her and got into trouble themselves, but they managed to make it back to shore safely. Spain has declared a state of emergency and imposed a nighttime curfew after becoming the first country in Europe to surpass one million coronavirus cases. Italy has imposed new restrictions as cases rise, and France has reported a record number of new infections more than 50,000 in a single day. Thousands of people were forced to flee their homes in the Philippines as a fast-moving typhoon made landfall. With wind gusts of up to 150 kilometres an hour, the massive storm flooded rural villages, ripping off roofs and toppling trees and power lines. At least 13 people are missing, including a dozen fishermen who were at sea when the typhoon hit.
1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: The buy now, pay later trend, made popular by Afterpay and its competitors, has now moved into the property market. It's not a new form of mortgage, but a way to finance a major hurdle for tenants, helping them pay their rental bond.
0: When the Scampolino family moved to a bigger rental property, A delay getting back their old bond made it tough to stump up for the new one. It's
4: really hard because you've got the removalists
0: as well. You've got just the expense of cleaning the house when you leave and then setting up in a new house. Now renters can jump on the popular buy now, pay later craze with FlexiBond.
1: It's to help them to keep more cash in their their account.
0: You sign up on the spot, give details of the bond, then pay for it with an online prepaid card and repay over four equal fortnightly instalments. There's no interest, and no credit checks.
1: they would be able to go out on the weekend, find a property, apply, get approved, and then we can pay the bond for them.
0: But there are other charges. While there are no late fees, there's a 5% activation fee, which on a $2,000 bond will set you back around $100. It's not being called interest. But it still
1: adds up. The 5% activation fee actually translates into the equivalent of about a 32% per annum interest rate.
0: Tenants' advocates say renters should seek free advice about their best payment option.
1: If you've got spare cash, you don't need this product.
0: But for some, it's worth the convenience. You can't afford to wait sometimes. You need that money. Gemma Acton, 7 News.
2: Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has plunged by more than 870 points this morning. The Nasdaq is also down. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX plummeted by 3%. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower, but Hong Kong's Hang Seng gained. The All Lords and the ASX 200 closed slightly lower. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1907 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 38 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71 US cents, close to 75 Japanese yen and a 6 New Zealand. Sydney Aquarium has welcomed some spooky but cute arrivals just in time for Halloween. 50 young clownfish nicknamed Emo-Nemos are Sea Life's newest residents. The reason for the name? This species morph colours as they mature from orange to black and white. The century-old CPH-class rail motor used for the funeral of ex-Deputy Prime Minister Tim Fisher has been vandalised in orange in the New South Wales Central West. The train had been undergoing engineering work since January to return as a passenger train. Its estimated repairs will cost $20,000. Donald Trump is targeting the key battleground state of Pennsylvania with three rallies back-to-back today. Let's go live to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Lyditz. Ash voters, there are crucial to the President's re- re-election hopes. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, this election
5: could very well be decided by three northern industrial states, including Pennsylvania. The president's travel schedule, quite telling. He's blitzing Pennsylvania today. This is one of three rallies that he's holding here. Uh, If the president is worried about the polls, though, he's certainly not showing it.
1: Hello, Pennsylvania, eight days from now. WE ARE GOING TO WIN THE COMMONWEALTH OF PENNSYLVANIA, AND WE ARE GOING TO WIN FOUR MORE GREAT YEARS IN THE WHITE HOUSE. OUR OPPONENT, SLEEPY JOE BIDEN, HIS AGENDA IS ONE OF DOOM AND GLOOM AND DEPRESSION AND DESPAIR. HE'S RIGHT NOW LOCKED IN HIS BASEMENT. HE'S he's PUT THE LID ON, YOU KNOW, THE LID ON THE GARBAGE CAN.
5: Trump is continuing his attacks on Joe Biden, accusing him of being in mental decline after it appears that the former vice president forgot Donald Trump's name in a virtual event last night.
1: What kind of country we're going to be? Four more years of Georgia. Georgia he he's uh, going to find ourselves in a position where if uh, Trump gets elected, uh, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in a different world.
5: Joe Biden, though, still holding a steady eight-point lead nationally with
2: eight days to go. We'll see him back out on the campaign trail tomorrow in Georgia. Jody. OK, thanks, Ash. Back home, and this could be the most Aussie thing ever caught on camera, a standoff between a kangaroo and a koala. The video was taken on North Stradbroke Island over the weekend and shows the roo chasing the koala as it crawls across the ground before making a run for it. The koala is later seen wandering off unharmed. In Sport, Essendon have made a unique offer to sign Western Bulldogs star Josh Dunkley. The Bombers have offered Dunkley a long-term deal of around $700,000 a season, but also reportedly sweetened the deal by offering to recruit his brother Kyle, who was delisted by Melbourne. The Gold Coast Suns remain interested in Collingwood's Adam Treloar, with their pick five expected to be involved in any deal. Kyle Flanagan has joined the Bulldogs on a three-year deal after the Roosters let the star halfback go from the final year of his contract. The 22-year-old will reportedly earn more than $1 million for the move. Coaching Dream Team Wayne Bennett and Mal Meninga have taken charge of a Queensland origin team with many new faces on the Gold Coast. State of Origin starts next Wednesday at Adelaide Oval. The All Blacks have arrived in Sydney expecting their hardest battle with the Wallabies in Saturday's third Bledisloe Cup test at ANZ Stadium. The Kiwis trained in the Swans gym after getting a little confused with last night's NRL Grand Final. Cam Smith controlled the game really well in the the first half but then uh, Parramatta obviously just come back with
1: that youth. Bledisloe's up for grabs so very focused and very sort of on task and you know it's a good feeling.
2: The Wallabies are back in their new Hunter Valley base. Elise Perry is back in business in the women's big bash. In a rain-reduced match, Katie Hicks took a stunner for the Sydney Sixers against the Adelaide Strikers. The Sixers chased one for 47 off 5.4 overs as Perry hit the winning runs in her first game back since her World Cup hamstring injury. In the IPL, former West Indies captain Chris Gale turned back the clock. The 41-year-old smashed a rapid 51 to guide Punjab to an eight-wicket win over Pat Cummins' Kolkata. Nearly three months after the Beirut port explosion, a Lebanese artist has created a statue using glass and rubble that was scattered in the aftermath. The tragic incident killed 190 people and left more than 300,000 residents homeless. A French artist has unveiled his latest massive project in Istanbul. He uses spray paint on grass to create his huge frescoes, creating giant interlocked hands to express a hope for humanity and equality around the world. Depending on the weather, the frescoes usually last for around two weeks. Istanbul is the eighth instalment of the project, which he began in June last year. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, an active trough should cause showers and storms to develop across southeast Queensland and northeastern New South Wales. Other troughs could produce a few showers in Victoria and much of New South Wales, the northern tropics, and inland WA. Around the capitals today, showers in Brisbane with a storm likely, a shower or two in Sydney and also in Canberra, partly cloudy in Melbourne, a shower or two in Hobart, partly cloudy in Adelaide, also in Perth, and a shower or two with a storm likely in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Tuesday the 27th of October.